This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is brought to you by Artbase. Are you managing an art collection or an artist studio or a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data once, and you can use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and so much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com today to learn more. And be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. Hope everyone's doing well and staying safe. It's been incredibly inspiring these past few weeks to see so many exhibitions opening in galleries around the world. I know travel isn't possible or at least very difficult during this time, but if you are privileged enough to be in a city where there are new exhibitions taking place or perhaps museums have reopened, I strongly encourage you to visit, show your support, and at the end of the day, just take in the art and enjoy it. After being in lockdown for several months, seeing art in the flesh is such a rewarding experience. In this week's episode of the podcast, we're here with Thomas Gerst. Thomas is BMW Group's Global Head of Cultural Engagement. BMW is consistently working on several amazing projects, focusing on the visual arts. We chat with Thomas about some of these projects, as well as broader issues relating to cultural engagement and corporate philanthropy and sponsorship within the art world. With museums and other cultural organizations and the arts suffering economically due to the pandemic, I think this topic may be more relevant now than ever, so I'm really happy that we had an opportunity to chat with Thomas at this time. I hope you enjoy the episode, and thanks so much for listening. Thomas, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Adam. Of course. So for our listeners who aren't familiar with BMW's cultural engagement, you're involved with several projects relating to the visual arts, and you form partnerships and sponsorships with many cultural organizations. But tell us first about the history of BMW's cultural engagement, and what are a few of the well-known initiatives incorporating the visual arts that you're working on? Well, believe it or not, we've been around for 50 years now with hundreds of partnerships around the world focusing on, as you said, contemporary art, but also, you know, classical music, jazz, and especially sound, which now becomes more interesting because all these cars no longer make sounds when they are electric cars. And, you know, we need sound designers to come up with with new sounds. And, uh, you know, it's also interesting to see what is happening in the cultural world when it comes to sounds and and, and all of these uh, things happening together. You know, the technology transfer that we can also offer being, you know, the car industry being our core business, um, and working together with artists, always respecting their creative freedom, uh, you know, never interfering with the curatorial integrity with those that we engage with, uh, you know, major partnerships from the Guggenheim to the Tate to the National Gallery in Berlin, but also when it comes to, you know, art fairs around the world, we've been partnering with Art Basel, uh, with Freeze, and not just offering cars, you know, we don't want to end up on the bling-bling side of things, we want to end up on the meaningful side of things, so we do a lot for young contemporary artists, all of them struggling, of course, more than ever this year, um, you know, putting them on journeys of their own making, the BMW art journey, 
um, the BMW Art Cars, where artists can actually, you know, um, deal with cars. You know, Jeff Koons, John Baldessari, Charles Fay were the last ones who've been tackling this subject matter, um, you know, creating rolling sculptures where there was a car before. But many things that don't have to do with cars as such, but it has more to do with corporate um, social responsibility um, um, with corporate citizenship, because the way that people look at a company does not only have to do with the product itself, but also with, you know, how do we behave in a society? Um, what do we return to a society that we do successful business in? And I think we've realized that culture is one of these ways in which, you know, we can meaningfully engage with the society that is surrounding us and not only end up, as I said, on the blink-blink side or on those fortunate enough, on the side of those fortunate enough to be able to afford our cars. But it's more with, you know, the general public that we want to engage with. And if we look at what is going on now, I think every cultural organization has been impacted in various ways by the pandemic. How has BMW's cultural engagement group been impacted? And have you had a chance yet to respond in any kind of way to the crisis in the cultural sector? Oh, Adam, it's 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 tough, you know. I mean, it's really tough because I get, you know, I get 2,000 inquiries every year from museums, from great, great, you know, uh, things that are happening in the art world around the globe, basically. You know, initiatives where, you know, people think, and I'm proud of that, of teaming up with BMW because the more we do, of course, the more inquiries we receive. But to tell you the truth, since March, you know, instead of just asking for partnerships or, or great things where we could team up with any institution, it's now really these calls for help are, are, are rolling in. You know, I, I know I've, I've seen the numbers. I know from, you know, my experience and my interactions with artists around the globe, you know, the American Museum Association that said, look, we'll have to let tens of thousands of people go. Um, um, and, and artists are in dire straits. I mean, Yes, we look at, you know, Gerhard Richter, we look at Jeff Koons, we look at great artists and we know, you know, how much the art goes for on the auction block. But we should not forget that, you know, even in an affluent country like Germany, the, 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 you know, the, the median um, uh, money that, that artists make during the year is, is, is short of 10,000 euros. Um, so they're struggling um, and, and I'm teaching at various academies of, of, of art and I tell the students all the time and I told them before, look, only one out of a hundred can really live from the art that you guys will be producing. So all of you find a job first and then pursue your art. So, and I think that advice, you know, not to be cynical at all, you know, is I think more relevant than ever. And it's a, it's a shame to see what is going on. And I just hope that, you know, in, in, in many European countries where art at least is funded by the government, you know, many of the layoffs could at least be prevented, but, um, I just very much hope that we look at the pandemic, as Arundhati Roy said, as a portal, you know, where it's not about getting back to normal, but where it can be about creating something better. And, and I think that we can work on this together. I, I haven't given up on, on the arts. You know, they don't need um, all these parameters that surrounded them before, all that greed, all that money making, uh, you know, that somehow it's sometimes tilted, uh, uh, you know, the, the scope and scale of what the arts can also be about. And if we think about corporate philanthropy and the pivotal role it plays in the arts, do you think we'll see more or less support for culture from companies as a result of the pandemic? To tell you the truth, I absolutely think it's going to be much less. You know, it was less before. I, like one of my slides when I spoke to students, when I, when I gave lectures, I said, like, expect less funding. Because a lot of what, what a lot of... Um, what a lot of companies started to do is that they went more towards, 
education, which I think is laudable and fine. You know, they went away from you know the the the, the, the champagne drinking uh, uh, parts of the of the art market, although that's where you know sometimes, of course, their target audience uh, could have been found. But um, so so that was one thing, and then also a lot of companies I, I noticed started you know, um, um, no longer engaging in these major partnerships with major museums or major cultural institutions because they knew that there's a lot of red tape around these things, that there's limited things of what it is that they can do for their brand. So they started renting out their own spaces, started doing their pop-ups, started doing, you know, interesting things with curators that they hired themselves. So all these things were already in the making and now with companies hurting. You know, we had our worst... Uh, a quarter report, um, uh, you know, in, 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 in the past, I don't know, 10 years since the crisis or even worse than with a 300, you know, with a $300 million loss. You know what that means for our cultural engagement? Of course, you know, we are, we are, you know, we are confident and we want to be continue to be partners, uh, long-term partners, because continuity is something fantastic. And we have contractual agreements that we would never, uh, you know, um, renegotiate. Um, so these things are happening and these things help us steer the course of being that partner in the arts that the art arts need right now more than ever. But once a company is losing money, once a company, God forbid, has to let go employees, Cultural engagement and even, you know, what they do in terms of, you know, helping out society is being reduced for sure. And that is absolutely understandable because you have to make sure that there's no longer, you know, cash flow bleeding out of the of the of the of the company itself. So I'm, I'm sorry to say and I'm a little bit afraid that uh, that, uh, that that companies um, will will be providing less budget. Now, when it comes to places like Germany, you know, 9 billion euros are going into uh, the arts from the government with only 500 million from the private sector and foundations. I know that in other countries like the United States or the, or, you know, the UK, it's the other way around. So they will be hurting more because they rely on philanthropy more and they rely on, um, you know, private businesses more than, than other countries do. Just hearing you say that, it, it makes complete sense, but it's definitely disheartening to hear as I reflect on so many initiatives in the arts that require that financial boost to be able to continue to exist. I can't, you know, I can't sugarcoat this. I'm just, I'm just confident and I'm an optimist and not because I'm, I'm in a pri- very privileged position to say these sort of things. But if you allow me, and that is not, not to brag, but it just is a subject matter that is dear to me. I, my, my PhD thesis, my academic research was on, you know, um, uh, um, art and literature uh, um, 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 in the, t- in, what is it, what is it called? Art, literature, and the Japanese American internment. So I looked at, you know, these, uh, these camps, uh, you know, that, that were erected on the West Coast of the United States to look at what is happening with art and literature if, you know, there is manipulation, propaganda, censorship. I mean, I can look into the past of my own country. It's even worse and incomparable um, and inexcusable and, and horrendous what was happening with the arts, you know, during Nazi Germany. But, but looking at that, you know, even under the most dire you know, um, 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 uh, coordinates or within the most dire coordinates when there's no money, when there's even no material art materializes somehow, somewhat. Um, um, and because art is a form of expression that is a necessity for humankind on this planet, we can't go without. And even in the most dire crisis, and we are 
far from it. And we're hopefully going to be over it in two years time, you know, fingers crossed and, 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 and hopefully so, um, art will survive. Um, and art will thrive. And, and even if, you know, if there's less circus around it, I'm not saying there will be better art, but I'm confident that the arts, you know, will be around and that, you know, humankind again can prove how important that is and how independent it is of all the money that is, that is, that is flying towards, you know, the contemporary arts as we knew it until the end of 2019. All right. I feel better now already. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. I think you raise an astute point about how great art can and has been produced during all periods of time, no matter the conditions. I'm also curious how at BMW you measure the value of your cultural engagement. What are the ways BMW defines success of the programs that you are supporting? No, absolutely. I mean, you have to. I mean, we're working closely. You know, I'm I'm with cultural communications within uh, within you know in the division of our CEO, and then you have basically mirrored the same part, and we work very closely and very well together with our folks at marketing, you know, who are in charge of all these great international initiatives like the art fairs and 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 other great things like the BMW art guide for for private collections and 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 the BMW art journey so um it, we have strict very strict KPIs in terms of you know what it is in terms of reputation visibility probably even you know reaching out to customers but it would be negligent you know to just measure our success by how many cars we sell because this is not about selling cars it's really also besides the brand shaping besides the visibility beyond branding it is about uh, corporate citizenship and it is about giving back and if you know it's it's such a shame you know we have great concerts lined up for tens of thousands of people you know at the at the at the central square in berlin in front of the bolshoi in moscow on trafalgar square with the london symphony orchestra um um this year um uh, again all these things not happening, reaching out to tens of thousands of people and hundreds of thousands more online. These concerts are not happening, all cost-free because we believe in corporate citizenship. And, um, and, and it's just tough to see these things not happening precisely because we're looking for a big audience that enjoys you know, uh, classical music, for example, um, cost-free. So yes, we measure these things, but we also are committed to the arts because we consider BMW to be a cultured brand where it's not only about the tyranny of the bottom line, luckily so. And so if we look forward to the future, regardless of if there was a pandemic or not, I'd want to ask you this. How can we attract more corporate engagement and philanthropy to support the arts? What are the ingredients missing for this to happen? I think, I mean, I've been on this job for for. <laughs> For 17 years now, nobody has offered me anything better, and I still love it. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I, that I think that you know, come, artists and institutions should be highly critical of who they go to bed with. You know, of what companies. You know, they shouldn't. They, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't feel feel forced because they're lacking money, which they always do, of course. But they should not lose their integrity by starting that dance with any corporation. Look at that corporation. How does that corporation make their money? Is that a sustainable corporation? You know, are they are they are they fair in terms of their trade? You know, or, or do they have something in the portfolio in what it is that they produce that we don't agree with ethically? I mean, we've seen it. You know, with with these 
with these uprisings that surprisingly came, you know, from artists when it came to, you know, we want this museum to severe their ties to this and that company or this and that family because, you know, they're, they're in our opinion, you know, they are not uh, um, um, working on, on the good side of things, to, to phrase it mildly. So I think this criticality must absolutely be part of that whole process of becoming partners. You know, we don't believe in sponsorship. Sponsorship is just about a monetary transfer from A to B. We believe in partnership where it's about an interaction. And that kind of leads me to answer your question more thoroughly in a way that I think that be critical, but, you know, stop looking at companies as if they are, you know, the enemy of, of the arts. You can engage in meaningful ways. And I think some of that has to do with the technology transfer, you know, that great cutting edge uh, companies might be able to offer to institutions, you know, to broaden the scope and scale of what it is that they do in terms of audience development, but also in terms of where they want to take the arts of the future. I think there's real potential. So don't just come with a cookie cutter sort of thing. Um, uh, uh, oh, we would just want money and X amount of, of money from this and that company. That is not working. Tap into what it is that they have. Tap into, you know, their technologies. Tap into their network. BMW has been around, as I said, as a cultural partner for 50 years. We have a vast network of museums we've worked with around the globe, people that we've worked with. That is what any artist that works with us can also tap into. And those that are curious, though they remain critical, can really make the most of this. And this is more than just money and just budget. And I think I would love to see some of these strategic partnerships really thrive and they can um you know if we just look at them and what has happened before in a very different way and if you know the pandemic jump starts these sort of things there can also be a great bright future for companies on one side and arts on the other side even though you know we are at the moment going through a phase where there will be a lot less budget yeah that's really great advice for organizations so i really appreciate you sharing those insights with us and Thomas, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Your perspective on corporate engagement and philanthropy is incredibly valuable, especially during this time. And if our listeners want to follow along to see what projects you're working on at BMW, can they do that on social media or what's the best way for them to do that? Well, first of all, Adam, thank you, because I wanted to be on your podcast for years, and now we <laughs> finally found a subject matter you know, of interest to both of us. So, so really, thank you and our tactic. Of um, course. Be great and um, and and yes if you want to follow us at bmw group culture should do the trick uh, you know and and look at it and like it or not but this is what we do and uh, you know it's great um, to have you engaged and interested definitely we're really pleased to have you on and i think these topics are more important now than maybe ever i agree so thomas thanks so much again we really appreciate your perspective thank you adam thank you thanks so much to artbase for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, Artbase is the right software to manage your art business. Artbase lets you track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. Enter your data just once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com, that's A-R-T-B-A-S-E.com to learn more, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount.